It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Got to get to our feature interview. We do it thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. But this guest, he's the, it's the first time I think we've had him on the show. Um, uh, do we, I reckon we might have had him two or three years ago. Well, it's, I reckon. In, in six years of doing a program, I mean, we can yeah. barely remember what happened on the weekend. So. <laughs> Mate, I can't remember what I just did about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so I think but this first it. time as a team owner, I'll put it that way. This is true. So we've got to give them their proper intro. Tim Slade, Ford Mustang, Cool Drive Racing. This is a brand new race team. Lately I've been feeling so cool. This new team with the affiliation of Tickford have started the weekend very well. Tim Slade Great job, Cool Drive Racing, to be the fastest of the Mustangs and the fastest runner. Well done. Yeah, they had a hell of a debut uh, at Bathurst at the start of the year. Please welcome, for the first time to the driver's seat, as uh, one of the owners of uh, Blanchard Racing Team, the one and only Tim Blanchard. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I've never actually had uh, my own intro like that. That was uh, pretty cool. That was pretty good, wasn't it, mate? Because we, we, yeah. it, it's pretty easy. We could do all of the highlights for this year for your team and just lop out the Blanchard, keep the Tim in, and we could attribute it to you. <laughs> easy. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, exactly. That, that... I uh, often say we should put the first name on the car instead of the surname, and then I can claim all the results. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, mate, c- congratulations on the year that we've had. I guess it, it's been disjointed. It is your first year as BRT, Blanchard Racing Team. How, firstly, the question I want to ask you, and, and we're going to do a bit of a deep dive on the year, but how does it feel being a team owner, team principal, rather than the primary driver? Because you've been a driver for a number of years. So how's the transition feeling? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different. And um, I assume uh, Jamie's going to have the same experience next year, but it's, it's, uh, I still enjoy it a lot, the, being on the other side of it, I guess. Um, for me personally, it was something I was always interested in was the team management side as well as the driving point uh, side of it. So I kind of uh, did the driving thing and uh, I'm really excited enjoying the, the new challenge of, of running the team. And so were you, let's go back to the start of the year. We, we kicked off this weird old year um, with started a Bathurst normally, event. At least. Started, yeah, started normally <laughs> sort of. And you guys came out of the sheds and you had a ball tearing start and everyone sat back and went, my goodness gracious me, have a look at these cats. And then you kind of, Timbo, the other Timbo, went into the wall at Forest Elbow. So you kind of went from the hen house to the outhouse. How was the the highs and the lows of that one? How did you manage that? Because that was a Barry Crocker. Yeah, we were four laps away from a fairy tale start, weren't we? Um, oh, so yeah. close. <laughs> but yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, it was obviously disappointing the way that ended. But, you know, if you go back to when we got home from Bathurst last year, we didn't have a workshop, we had no staff, no equipment, nothing. So to th- not even three months later, to be starting our first race on the front row at Bathurst. Um, despite the way it ended, you know, I've personally and a lot of us in the team thought it was actually a positive weekend and yeah. obviously disappointed the way it ended but we definitely didn't come home you know disappointed or with our heads down we were kind of really I guess up and about and excited about the potential of the year ahead so it was, it was more positives than, than negatives for where we were sitting. 
Well, the thing is, Tim, like, and this is the thing, like, this isn't an easy sport and you got to go guts for glory. Uh, and Slady just did an absolute bang up job. And I think there was, there wasn't anyone that was watching uh, the Mount Panorama 500 that weren't, you, you were kind of the little engine that could. And we would, everyone was just sort of thinking like, geez, always if they could do this. I mean, you could even hear it in the commentators. They were just like, this little team, it's their first ever outing and they're doing so well. So oh, I can sort of see where you, you know, take a very big positive out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like we are, we're the only one car team in the, in the series at the moment. So, and, and obviously it was our first event. And then we had Slady who'd basically been spent a year on the sidelines. Obviously he had the co-drive, but a year on the sidelines from full-time driving. So uh, well, kind of, yeah, exactly. The little underdog, which is where we like to be positioned. And, uh, uh, but yeah, it's it was a ma- massive effort, and uh, you know we've got a got a good little crew, and they worked incredibly hard over over the Christmas New Year uh, to get to get the team up and running, get it to that point. So it wasn't I don't believe it was beginner's luck, and I think we've kind of demonstrated from then it was the the hard work and the, the long hours we put in over the summer to get to that point that, that got us there. Hey mate, Stevie J here. How you doing? Good, mate. Oh, Good. I thought, thought, I, thought I'd chime in. And, yeah, yeah, it's been a little while, isn't it? I think it, it was Bathurst about two years ago that we popped past. Actually, it was, um, yeah. yeah, it was probably probably a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Actually, no, it was that weekend, yeah. the weekend that we're talking about it. That, yeah, no, uh, did, did, that saw, didn't end up so well. Yeah, I saw you in the garage on Sunday morning, and at that yeah. point, our garage was empty. The truck was halfway back to Melbourne. Yeah. I was just <laughs> in the garage watching all the others go around, and you popped in. Oh, yeah. well, Blanchard was hungover. I, I popped in to say good day and try to cheer you up a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it worked or not. But hey, mate, that, that what a cool livery! I just want to say that oh, the Daco yeah, livery, livery. How cool is that? That is sensational, mate. So, uh, how long has that been in the pipeline for? Uh, it was something kind of we, we started with Car Trek, Robbie Jones, which you, you probably know. Um, we've worked with him; he's been working with us all year, yep. and we kind of had this idea at the beginning of the year to kind of come up with something. A bit different and really go all out for the night race. And uh, as Brendan, our team manager, put it, I want something that's going to blind everyone. And I think he's had a fair <laughs> crack of that. <laughs> uh, like that's the first time, from what I believe, that 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 reflective wrap's been used uh, as a complete car. Like obviously in the past, people have done lines yeah. or logos and stuff like that. But it's the first time I've done a complete car in that in that uh, product. So. Yeah, it's pretty pretty exciting. It looks looks awesome under the lights, as you can see. And uh, the yeah. only complaint I've had was from from Slady that his name sticker wasn't done, which comes back to that first point. And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, just put well, Tim on if, the car." <laughs> if, if you can't see if you can't see your name on it and you finish on the podium, then I can claim it. <laughs> <laughs> and Timmy, this this is obviously the the best that we can do for our category and for our championship is to have all of these races back to back. And it's cool that we're going to have night racing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. We've got to, we've got to put up with it. We've got to do it, but it's also in preparation for our final round, the Bathurst 1000, which you will take off the headset and put the helmet back on and jump in as a co-driver. How have you had any laps this year at all? Like, have you had a chance to, or are you just going in fresh? Uh, yeah, so we did the did the Super Two round at Townsville with uh, Eggleston Motorsports. So yeah, done, done a few laps, but yeah, no, not as much as I'd like. But you know, <laughs> with all the the way the world is this year and the way the racing's been, there's plenty of co-drivers in a very similar boat as they were last year. Yeah. So I don't think it's a negative, and we've uh, probably exclusive for you guys. Not that, <laughs> uh, we are uh, <laughs> going to do another another Super Two round at SMP uh, 
uh, coming up as well with Eggleston. So I'll have have another race under my belt before then. So oh, brilliant! I think uh, mm. given everything the world, way the world is and where everyone else is, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape mate, and preparation wise. Mate, I think you know that's that's a good point, and and being that you know last year and this year have been incredibly hard years for for a lot of uh, teams. I mean, with with the debut season for your team, um, you know, I know it's it's hard to to judge and it's hard to critique in a way because it hasn't really been a normal year. But, you know, with the performances that you guys have had, do you think that this year has been a successful year for you straight out of the gate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, we've ticked a lot of a lot of goals that I was hoping to, but, yeah, there's been a few things that we probably haven't, haven't executed as well as we would have liked. But for me this year, it wasn't necessarily about outright results, which, you know, Brendan and Mirko are highly competitive guys. They they uh, get get uh, pretty upset when I say that, but <laughs> it's, about, it's our foundation year. So for me, it's about, uh, you know, getting the right processes in place and consistency and understanding how you get a result. The series is so close and so many good people in it that I feel like anyone on their given day can jag a good result. And well, the difference between... The good teams and everyone else is they can do it consistently, and when they have a good day, they understand why. So, you know, I think the last few events uh, at Darwin, Townsville, we had you know, six top tens out of eight races or something like that. So I think yeah. that's that's what that's what I'm really happy about more so than a the podium that we're kind of starting to get some consistent results. And I've spoken about it a few times. One of the most pleasing things was when we pulled the car of the truck at Townsville. To be honest, Slade wasn't too happy. We were about twentieth in practice and. Yeah. The guys spent Friday night just going over the car, had a big swing at it, went out and qualified uh, second behind Shane in the next morning. I was like, well, that's that's really encouraging that they're really starting to understand what makes this car work and, and how how to turn it around when they've got their back against the wall, which is what all the good teams are able to do. And uh, it's interesting, um, we, on our Facebook page, when we uh, put it up, Nimsy Nimsy puts up the diligent man that he is, goes and puts up who we've got coming on the show every week. And one of our, our listeners, Tommy, and I think it's Tommy from um, Toowoomba, Hobart, I, I think it is. No, is it Tommy from... I think it's Tommy Is Tom Hinton from Toowoomba? Okay, if it is. Tommy! One of the Tommies. Um, it's one of the Tommies. Um, he, he actually asked a question that he wanted me to ask of you, and it's about Gen 3. <laughs> Because we had yep. Matty Stone on the on the show, or oh, two or three episodes ago, mm-hmm. and then about five episodes before we that we had Tim Edwards, and Tim was talking about Gen Three <clears throat> being introduced in the middle of the year, and it's going to be fantastic, and blah 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 blah. And he put it, he did a very good job of selling it because I was half convinced. <laughs> but then we had Matty Stone on the show, and and we sort of put the blowtorch on him a little bit, and flat out, straight out of the bat. Straight between the eyeballs, he said, oh, I can't see how we're going to run them next year. This is before the announcement that it had been scrapped for, for 2022. He said, I just, didn't he, Steve? He just mm. said, oh, I just don't know how we're going to run it. I mean, he just had a big dose of reality juice. Yeah, so he all. said, I, well, I just don't know how we're going to run it. So completely broke ranks from all the team owners. What's yeah. your opinion? Were you relieved that, that when it was scrapped for 22 and kicking off in 23? Or were you on the fence or were you pro mid-year? Oh, look, there's argument both ways, but first, personally, I um, I think delaying it to the beginning of 23 is, is the right decision, but mm-hmm. I understand the commercial side of it and what why we were looking at a mid, mid-season launch. So uh, I think it's going to make it a, a lot easier to manage, you know, especially for a small team like ours, trying to manage 
going racing and then building a car in the middle of the season was always going to be very difficult. And and I think, uh, you know, we see through the cool drive business, there's huge supply chain issues around the world at the moment. And yeah. and uh, getting access to those, there's just so many curveballs getting thrown at you from a supply chain issue uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we were already on a very tight timeline and it's only going to take one little hiccup, which seems to be happening every day at the moment in <laughs> supply chain. Um <laughs> Sure. And we're going to be in, in a lot of trouble. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's the right move and it's a sensible approach moving forward. And personally, I think it's it's better. Um, but, yeah, I understand why why they'll push it for a mid-season launch. Yeah, cool. And I, I, you've been very generous with your time, but I do I, – I want to pick up something. F1 – do you listen to F1 Beyond the Grid? It's a great podcast uh, that comes out uh, every week of a Monday. It's sensational. And they, list, they recently had Lawrence Stroll – who uh, he's got a few bucks, does Lawrence, yeah, bought an yeah. F1 team, got a <laughs> yeah. few, uh, bought, bought Aston Martin. One of the reoccurring themes he has about that team and about his business and about his life and success was that he continuously uh, surrounds himself with the best people. He said that this, this, all the success in the world is, yes, it's partly me, but everything else has got to be um, the people, the people, the people. During the week... Teco Nilsson, former WAU, went off and did some uh, did some poor stuff. So Matt uh, Nilsson, uh, been been announced as joining your team. Uh, pretty good head to have around the place, I'd have thought. Ah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we're trying to build up a good good group of guys. Uh, but you know, Teco's joined us in in not a BRT role. Uh, he's actually joined the Cool Drive business as. You know, we've had the race industry business join Cool Drive this year, and we're we're really moving into that performance and motorsport market. And so, using his his knowledge and contacts to to build that side of the the business up moving forward. But you know, obviously, he's got a huge amount of experience and and knowledge in in motorsport and in supercars specifically. So, we'll uh, you know, his role isn't directly linked to BRT, but it's all under the one roof, and they're all in the same office. And would be silly not to utilise his skill set. So he will so be involved. I, are, but, yeah. are we expecting him to see him at Bathurst, Tim Blanchard? <laughs> like, I know, I know you're saying he's part of the business, but if you have got Teco Nilsson on the payroll and you don't have him in Sydney or Bathurst, I will go he. Well, yeah, he will. He <laughs> might, might be there. <laughs> but yeah, look, we've uh, he uh, he might be coming to Sydney to look after my Super Two car. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and then we'll. Uh, but yeah, he, he will be coming into Bathurst. Uh, there's a few things we're working on with uh, race industries, and um, although it might have might have changed now that Ryan McLeod might be able to come down with some of the border changes from Queensland. But yeah, so good opportunity for all the team to meet all the team owners and really kind of build up that that race industry side of the business. So yes, he yep. he will be there. And again, it's silly not to to lean on his lean on his knowledge but Absolutely. we've employed Brendan and Mirko to run the team and that's their that's their role um but I'm I'd be for the moment. surprised if those two didn't lean on him <laughs> for the moment <laughs> yeah. hey speaking speaking that you were talking about Lawrence Stroll before and you were saying that he's bought Aston Martin all that and we're talking to Timmy are you looking at buying forward at all Timmy like what's a what's, a, what's a deal now here? is uh, you, and and moving on from that are you would you are you gonna obviously happy running Mustang, and is that something that you're gonna take into um, obviously Gen Three? Is that is that what you you want to run the Mustang shape in Gen Three? Yeah, I think so. That's that's uh, that's what we've been working towards. So 
we haven't got anything in place but at the moment but yeah there's there's no we don't see any foresee any reason why we would be changing we've, we've had a great relationship with with Ford this year and um you know it's they've been really involved in in what what we're doing and bringing the new new guys on the block uh mm. probably been a bit They've been kind of keeping a bit of an eye on us, make sure we're representing their brand all right, but I think they've been pretty happy and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah so hopefully there's no issues there. And of, and of all the things that we've got with this year and next year, all the challenges, one of the big ones, I think from you, and possibly one of the underrated challenges, you're going to have your own pit boom next year. Uh, challenges with that, or is that an advantage or a disadvantage for next year? Uh, well... It's a, it's probably a disadvantage unless there's a safety car at the right time and everyone's got a pit. So, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then we kind of don't have to worry about stacking at any point. But yeah, it's, it's not ideal. And uh, I don't think it's been very well thought through because, you know, having an odd number of cars, it's, it's going to be us next year and moving forward. You know, depending on what happens, there's, while you've got an odd net level of cars, there's always going to be someone who's, mm. who's handicapped because of it because you know, we have to bring in some weekend Warriors, if you want to call them that, sure, um, and sure. and, the, and you know, that's not the end of the world. But every other team gets to have their pit stop crew train every week, and we're not going to be able to do that. So that's probably the frustrating part. And then you know we're the smallest team, and we have to we have an added cost of having to take extra people every event. So yeah. I, I just don't don't understand that why that that decision was made. But that's that's the way it is. And you know, like like you kind of touched on with Teco, we've got a few people in in the business and cool drive business now that um have motorsport backgrounds and don't necessarily want to be working in supercars full time but yeah. we can kind of utilize their skill sets on race weekends to help out with that so that's kind of you know part of part of the reason why i've got tech and a few other people joining the business that they kind of work in the cool drive business monday to friday and then they can assist the race team on weekends Old school. That's what used to happen in the old days. You'd, you'd work in the in the business and then go, you know, out with the Super Two or T team or I don't know the yeah. Conica team, and you'd actually work on the crew. Um, just last question before we let you go, mate. Um, silly season this year. I, we I do a thing here uh, for a partner of ours, Burson, and and uh, we do an off track update. I've had so many people contact me about this silly season and telling me where people are going, and I'm not allowed to tell people, but I do in the anyway. Um, Tell me, have you been as surprised this year at the silly season that there were some moves that happened that you didn't see coming? Or could you predict the way it's gone this year, including tonight with Todd Hazelwood being announced? Yeah, yeah, I guess um, not Not particularly. I think there's, there's probably, there's always a bit more movement. You always kind of look at it back in June, July, like, oh, not much is going to change. There always seems to be a bit more movement than... Uh, than you thought initially, but uh, to be honest, the only one that's really surprised me was was Percat moving from BJR. So um, the rest of them, I could kind of see that that one really caught me by surprise. Uh, yeah. I'd have to say, but yeah, kind of glad not having to worry about it this year. I said to say the other day, how, how relaxing is it just watching all this, not having to be involved? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Until you until you expanded two cars, Tim, and then. You know, then you might start. When's that going to happen? Are you going to are you going to expand a two in the next couple of years? Like Gen three, perfect opportunity if you get the rep. Oh, look, look, there's uh yeah, there's ambitions to do it, but obviously there's a there's a bit of funding that needs to go with it, and then the, obviously the biggest hurdle is probably the two biggest hurdles is finding the the right star because we don't want to compromise what we're doing with with Sadie's car by mm. moving to two, mm. uh, or lower our standards. Um, 
but then we've also, yeah, I guess, the funding and the access to the license. But I hear there's a pretty good young kid in TA2 to keep an eye on, so we're just kind of watching him at the moment. Yeah, mate. I don't know if you guys have seen him. I tell you what you got to do. I'll give you the hot tip, mate. What you got to do is separate the father from the son. You know, go kart yeah. dads. You just <laughs> oh, you never want that. You're just going to have to separate them away, and if you can do that. I reckon I reckon he's a chance for the future, that boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've heard a lot of bad stories about his uh, yeah oh, about his shot. father, and I've seen I've seen a few of them live. Myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. You two are just trying to do the mic drop and walk away on me now, aren't Absolutely. you? Yeah, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'm racing I'm racing against him, Tim, in the TA2 this weekend. If I beat him. Yeah. Is there a chance I could have a crack? A big old fat bloke. At, uh, <laughs> Hang on. They're reducing the roof line on Gen 3, not increasing it. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> You'll need a race sponsorship. sponsorship. Just got a, uh, yeah, this TA2 race just got a lot more interesting, didn't it? Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, Stevie's prepped my car this weekend, so if I'm lucky enough to get anywhere near Jet, do I put him in the fence? Do I give him a little You know, rub? the funny thing is, actually, oh, Jet's know. worked on it too, so you might not finish any races. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, Dear. Righto. <laughs> hey, uh, Tim, we've taken up a fair chunk of your time this evening, mate, but uh, thank you so much for jumping on board the driver's seat. And uh, look, just looking at the results, I, mean, I know that that podium is very, very close. And uh, to get that P4, your first top five in, what, less than 10 races is pretty damn good. And uh, obviously the heartbreak at Bathurst, um, I guess, probably lit a fire under the boys. So hopefully... You know what that's going to do, Nimsy? That's going to actually, it's going to be reversed at this year's 1,000. He'll have a good run. So yeah, you watch. Exactly. You watch. Me yeah, he's, yeah. he's cancelled the bad luck out. So this, you get your your bad run out, and then you're all good. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's yeah, going to be. I, it's, hope so. It's going to be uh, Tim Squared in the uh, in the one thousand because you got both Timmy Blanchard and Tim Slade. So mm. that's a yeah. t-shirt yeah, idea for you, Timmy. Keep it simple, BRT. That's that's our philosophy. Just keep, <laughs> what's it. the kiss kiss method? Keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, put Tim on the window, and you're saving sticker costs too. You just got to put Tim <laughs> one Tim, yeah. one single Tim. That's it. <laughs> Uh, well, good on you, Tim. Yeah, we appreciate you jumping aboard the driver's seat, mate, and uh, go well at the uh, massive four weeks in Sydney. Yeah, well done, mate. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Tim Blanchard there from the Blanchard Racing Team and Cool Drive Racing. I think we need to see a couple more little guys throwing punches at the big guys. Oh, 100%, Nimsy. Oh, and, yeah. and you know, I've had a lot to do with Timmy because you know, not only have I raced against him for a long time, he was part of the DJR team, you know, Pre Penske yeah, when too, when I he? finished up, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, he is a ripper bloke, and you know he doesn't get enough kudos for for what he does behind the wheel, um, you know, because he's always seen as the as the pay driver, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you know he's he's as good as they come, and he's going to be very very solid for Timmy Slade at the uh, at the Bathurst Maduro this year. So I, I think they could be definitely a dark horse to finish on the podium for sure. Uh, Tim Blanchard, there was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Asking mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.